Pod 33, we're back. I know, exciting times, ready to be back. I've been excited to record, so I'm ready to do it. Should we call it the Larry Bird podcast? I thought you Larry didn't Bird like episode? I thought you didn't like the the basketball references for names just 10 pods ago. I know cuz we did two in a row. Um No, Larry we don't, Bird we don't was have uh, to. 34, wasn't he? No, he's 33. Uh, LB LB Larry um, Legend. LB 33. <laughs> um yeah, I don't honestly why not. I love Larry Bird, so I'm a Boston fiend, so Larry Bird works for me. It's funny that he was like uh he was like taking pain pills and stuff. Oh yeah. That NBA was different. <laughs> so yeah. different. Dudes were doing like after games they were doing like cocaine and drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were still yeah. nasty though. Like they were they were all still nasty. That must have been a crazy time for them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Being in the NBA, flying around across the country, doing a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's. Wild. I'm sure they were having a good time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a while. Uh, we did our survey for um, what topics you'd like to us for us to cover in the next mm-hmm. coming episodes. So we're gonna. Yeah. There was a tie for the gravitational waves in space mm-hmm. and also self-care. So, um, yeah, which are two good topics. I like both of those topics. Me too. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting into those. But um, mm-hmm. we we also are switching up the schedule a bit because um, yep. I got class and shit now. I just started mm-hmm. school last week, um, so we're going to be doing, what, Wednesdays and Saturdays, right? Yep, yep. So Saturdays are going to be our new day um, where we go, well, in depth, where we go uh, go hard, I guess, on a, on different topics. So things that might be a little bit more like, uh, like knowledge heavy or like heavier things. And then Wednesdays will be our lighter day. Um, so yeah, it's going to be pretty much the same as it's been before. It's just, everything's taken a little bit of a shift. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're back in business. Yeah. Ready to do it. Um, what's been going on with you? Um, not much these past couple of weeks. I'm so, like so I've been month. doing a lot more training at the job, at the agency. Oh, really? Yeah, so I've been doing a little bit more with that. Um, yeah, so I really need to take my exam. That's the only thing really stopped me from from uh, from practicing is I just need to do take the exam, which has been kind of tough because it's just like they don't really know what's going on and whatnot with the test taking. And I'm sure it's because of COVID, so I'm not really stressing it too bad. It just give me some time to think to uh, study. So, you're still having that issue with, like, they haven't received your application or they can't find it or something? Yeah, so they still can't, like, every time I call them, they're talking, they're saying how, uh, how they don't really know what happened to my, the things I've sent in. But then they tell me that, like, they have me, like, down for each time that I go to see them and, 
what they end up doing to try and alleviate it. And every time they still ask, they still want me to do the same thing that I did before. So it's kind of stupid. Yeah, that sounds stupid. <laughs> like they, they have it. They know exactly what the steps that we took before and I'll get a new person and then they'll just be like, all right, so we're just going to take the same steps that you did with this, whoever else you were talking to. So it's been a little bit annoying, but yeah, I hate uh, that type of shit. I know. I hate having it all be on like somebody else's hands. Yeah. So, uh, dude, I, I forget if I talked about my mouse on pod last time. I don't know. Like, so long ago. I don't think so. But my mouse was having issues. Like one, like two of the buttons just like weren't working. Yeah. Sometimes. You did say that. And um, so. I think, like, I should just be able to... Well, they, like... Yeah, we did talk about it, because we talked about how they said it was defective and stuff. But mm-hmm. I just checked, and, like, there's, like, 25 emails between me and them. Just 25? And, yeah. Yo, um, I've never had an email thread that long. <laughs> yeah, right? My email so threads are, like, four messages, maybe. Four is a lot. And it's all like I still don't have the mouse. I still don't have the replacement mouse. Um, yeah. So it's just like frustrating where, like, shit's just like out of your control, and people are like not doing what they're, what supposed, they're supposed to be, to be doing. doing. Yeah. But I'm gonna run into that in life a lot, probably. <laughs> oh yeah. Forever. Definitely forever where you, everything everything you need to get done is in someone else's hands absolutely yeah but absolutely we continue to strive forward yeah it is what it is it is what it is yo there's been so much that has happened since our last recording i know um specifically i mean i think the biggest thing that like relates to our sort of uh topic matters that we like discuss at the GameStop thing and it's funny because I just oh, yeah. did a I just did a group presentation for my class on the GameStop situation too. Oh really? Yep. You ended up getting that done? Yeah we did it yesterday. Oh dope dope. Yeah there's a lot of interesting stuff there. There's a lot of interesting stuff there. Yeah. Ton of shit. Uh did we um did we talk about uh Elon Musk on Clubhouse? No. Yes. Yeah, so, I don't. Uh, I don't fully understand what Clubhouse is yet. Yeah. So Clubhouse. This is just from my understanding of it. Very basic is that it's a. Uh, it's an app for where you can get uh, really powerful, like-minded people to all get online and talk at once. So it's like a direct line to them. Um, and other people can watch and like listen in on the conversation. So I was, I, I, I was, uh, I saw that on Clubhouse they were doing an interview between I forget who was do, who was doing the interview, but they were interviewing Elon Musk. And halfway through the interview, they're like, "Hey, let's see if we can get a Nev on here, who I got, who was the CEO of Robinhood." So then. And Nev's little icon pops up, and then he actually joins the call with Elon Musk. And then it turns into, like, a pseudo-interview where Elon Musk is, like, cross-examining uh, Nev. 
without like a bunch of people watching and uh <laughs> there were just a lot of there was just a lot of uh so alan's really upset because he's like hey like was there a third party that was twisting robin hood's arm to stop trading of gamestop so yeah. then Inez like you naturally he's gonna be real political and just dodge the whole situation and just be right. like oh well it's not really somebody's fault but it wasn't really us so it's probably it's like a third party yeah. and Alon's like well who's that third party so he's like really hammering down on them yeah and uh i don't know it's weird it's uh so it was pretty interesting to see Alon like trying to he was pretty much trying to defend the people because he's like yeah robin hood was undercutting uh undercutting the people who are invested on its users it's undercutting its users so yeah like whose fault was it right we had a a good discussion in class after the presentation or like during the presentation um just about like the the stock market as a whole like uh how like it could pretend like it probably well one of the discussion questions was like are the stock prices like sus uh what's the word like a social construct sort of oh yeah i think Uh, that's in in some ways i think the stock market is just uh uh, money holders really and it's really just based on a they they say that it's based on the trajectory of the stock but that's not really true like if if they weren't able to if 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 the stock market wasn't based on a social construct then large hedge fund managers wouldn't be able to manipulate the market right yeah that makes sense um, so like it should be but like and i also i pose a question like like is there a solution to that like yeah. and i don't know if there is like it would have to be such a like massive change for... yeah i think that i think that we're in that we're in a shift of the stock market and it's the fundamentals of how the stock market work i think are shifting Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, but I also think that like the other way it's this ways to help it. I don't know if you can necessarily just fix it, but I don't see it as being a problem. Like what's why, if it, if it is a social construct, like what's wrong with that? Like w- money is already a social construct. Like it's just a progression of how our system already works. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. So I, just, I would say I'm fine. I'm completely fine with the way the stock market is working. And I hope that there's more, uh, there's more crowdsourced investing that's done yeah. to keep, to keep hedge fund managers honest. Yeah. It does seem like sort of twisted. I don't know. You said it seems twisted. Yeah. Just cause How's like, that? um, I don't know, because it just, like, adds to, like, it being, like, a gamble. And, like, that the market was able to be manipulated by, like, so drastically manipulated by, like, just people f- sort of following a trend, like, seems oh, yeah worrisome. 
I think, uh, but the thing is, though, is that that it's it's tough because it's a practice that's already been happening, right? So, like, large companies have already been able to do that. The only difference is that now that a small-time group was able to do the same thing that hedge fund managers have done, now it's seen as a problem. Because yeah. hedge funds have naturally been controlling the market by influencing specific stocks for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I found this in recent, I found out about something called spoofing, which is a pretty much a way for hedge fund managers to manipulate the market. And what they do is that that they will say, if they say they wanted a stock to go um, up in price, when they have, they already have established their position. So if they, they, it's pretty much a way to make money real quick before yeah. they pull out of a stock. What they would do is that they would put an order in for a million shares or a million dollars worth of shares. Mm-hmm. And every single time a hedge fund wants to do a, a transaction, they have to publicly state what their transaction is going to be. So Retail investors for the long time would be looking at what these hedge funds would be putting their money into and taking out and following what the hedge funds are going to do. So that would cause a lot of buy in into into that stock Mm -hmm. from the retail investors. And but the thing about the hedge funds is that they only have to state when they buy in. They don't have to state if they were to cancel the order. So that's what hedge funds would do. They'll cancel the order before it's complete after all of the retail investors have invested a lot of money into that stock and then pull the money out. So yes, they ended up putting in a million dollars as like they're betting against that they would uh that that they would be putting into a stock and then mm-hmm. canceling it. That's how they were able that's another in into another uh transaction. That's also how shorts work in the market as well it's just like they're betting against the stock to fail instead to go up right, so they'll cancel right. that order and then make a bunch of money off the top so that's pretty much it's similar to what the reddit retail investors were doing as well so um yeah, yeah so i think it, it's just uh it's interesting how it all works definitely the, i don't want to be a finance major anymore <laughs> you say you don't want to <laughs> no I find it really interesting because what's this is um I told you off pod, but I think it's interesting for the people listening to hear about too, is that um that when Elon Musk was cross examining Inev trying to figure out about the uh who was the third party, uh a company who has been accused of uh, spoofing in the past, Citadel, massive hedge fund, um, is one of the biggest buyers of Robinhood's main form of income, which is its users. Um, and that's how Robinhood makes money is from pretty much selling off users to Citadel or to large companies buying power. Um, yeah, just in simple terms, in simple way. Uh, yeah, but they also, what's weird is Citadel owns some stock for Robinhood who's trying to make all these sales and transactions. Mm-hmm. And then they Citadel also is a 
subsidiary of the company that was trying to short GameStop to begin with. So it's like maybe oh, Citadel was that third party because it's like, hey, like, yeah. you're really busting my friend over here. Like, you can't be doing that. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So it's, uh, I think people, it's going to be something where everybody's going to be not trying to really put the blame on anyone specifically, but maybe mm-hmm. this company Citadel was a part of it as well. Um, is a third player. Yeah. So I, I found that interesting too. That is interesting. Uh, another thing that I read in like the article that I used for my group projects research was, or one thing that they mentioned was that some like Massachusetts, uh, representative, like had an issue with, Robin Hood, because wait, do you do you use Robin Hood? I forget if you do. No, I never. I didn't really like Robin Hood. Oh, okay. Well, um, when you like make a deposit or make like a trade, uh, mm-hmm. on Robin Hood, there will be like on screen, like there'll be like confetti and shit, and mm-hmm. like the the screen will like turn green, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess the the guy who had the issue with it was like accusing Robin Hood of using a uh, gamification which mm. i guess is a word um yeah. but sort of like now it is, well in now it is 2020 yeah. 2021 it is now <laughs> yeah um but yeah it was just like interesting to hear that Robin Hood's like sort of have a sort of has a like manipulative aspect mm. to it Mm. on its on its users because it's like supposed to be like you know just providing people with like less capital than most like actual traders and stuff like an Mm. opportunity to try their hand at trading yeah that's what uh, it's supposed to be like it was supposed to be that but now if 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 that was the case then they shouldn't have been freezing the people's ability to trade like I don't like the fact that they did that at all. No, I don't think anyone really does. Um, there was a kid in my class who actually got his account suspended in Robin really? Hood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think it was right. It was seemed kind of They should shady. give they should give users of Robinhood the ability to change brokerages or change go somewhere else because it sucks because if I'm I'm curious you don't I'm curious because I don't think that I don't think stocks work in the way where if you bought a stock that you're buying a piece of the company. I don't think that's how it works anymore. Yeah. So it's not it's I don't know if what is does that mean do I'm curious if you actually own the stocks that are on the app. You know what I mean? I think you do. Or, I mean, I, personally, like I, um, I actually got an email like inviting me to. I have like, I have fifty shares of this like small uh, marijuana company, mm-hmm. and um, it like invited me to. They must have had some like, uh, board like meeting an investors and, meeting, like, an investors yeah. meeting. Yeah, I got an invite yeah. to like vote on their like. Yeah votes or whatever Mm -hmm. so i think you do like own the like you are a shareholder uh yeah 
That's the depending thing. Depending on, I, I, think I mean, I think you are a shareholder, but I don't yeah. know if that means that like you own a piece of the company itself. Like I know yeah. that's how it used to work, but I I was the reason I'm thinking this is also because uh, an investor that I've watched before was saying that it wasn't like that anymore. So I'd have to do more research on it, but I'm just like I think there's a little bit of cloudiness there. And maybe that cloudiness is like the result of the stock being like a social construct. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, but I think that's something that like, I think will help. I think that's a good thing because a lot now it's like the, uh, the stocks that people agree on that need to get attention and should get attention will be invested in instead of large hedge funds being able to manipulate it to where maybe it might not be a profitable stock for them right but they can buy into like that's why it, it doesn't make sense why tesla has been a company for a long time and for its first six years i think it has to do a little bit because of tesla shorts short sellers of tesla who are saying that the company stock is going to be a lot less than it is. Like that's how this is. That's that's a way how Citadel and Morgan, Morgan and Mor- Morgan and Morgan, right? Or is it Morgan and Stanley? JP Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan. Is it? I, well, uh, it was one JP of the Morgans, Morgan. but yeah. I know Citadel was a player, and one of the Morgans um, was pretty much saying how Tesla's. They were trying to to drop Tesla's stock. So they were trying to be like, all right, well, Tesla's too expensive for us to buy in right now. So mm-hmm. what we'll do, they literally would spoof the market and say like, they'll they'd put out an excerpt that was weirdly worded. Like they'll say, uh, Tesla stock just hits um, 1100, uh, uh, much higher than uh, JP Morgan's uh $80 price target. That sounds like a negative thing. Like mm-hmm. because Tesla stock is so high, but JP Morgan's price target was $80. But realistically, JP Morgan changed their their original price target from $80 to 1100. Right. So yeah. that's how they'd influence so like and shit. Yeah. It, and, and 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 it actually did have a direct effect onto how tesla stock was doing like in the next 48 hours like hmm. it dropped by like 80 dollars. so that's when those companies secretly are trying to buy in you know trying right, to make a yeah. position because they can get in cheaper so that's what all these tesla shorts were trying to do for a long time mm-hmm. um, some naturally were betting against it but i think that having the retail investors able to keep uh, hedge funds honest by shorting stock or squeezing stocks when they try to make those bets is I think I think it's good for the market. Yeah, I hear you on that. Um, we got pretty stock heavy. Uh, do you want to? I. It was interesting. No, yeah, yeah it's definitely like a huge uh, thing that happened. It was significant. I feel like it impacted a lot of people. Um, yeah. Do you are you gonna miss GameStop? Like when it ends up going bankrupt? Yeah. 
Um, absolutely I mean, not. I've had you... terrible experience with GameStop. <laughs> it's crazy because GameStop as a company, like I actually don't like, but the fact Wait, that people why? are able to what? make so much money on it is hilarious. What experiences have been bad at GameStop? Oh, like just buying controllers used and then they have controller drift. Uh, and then like being told that they don't have controller drifts, bring them home. And they have controller drift. Um, bringing in eight games and them telling me that they're only worth like 35 cents. Like even though some of them <laughs> are like pretty new games, like terrible things. Them buying systems back for like way under value. Yeah. But like, I guess, I don't know. I'm thinking about like when I was younger and I like didn't really, when I was just looking forward to getting new games. Oh yeah. Just to go to GameStop and look at the whole wall. Right. Like that's so of, like, crazy. That's such a lost value. thing. Yeah. It's over. Um, yeah. Nobody's like, really doing that no more. Every like, console has their like own online marketplace. And yeah. it's just like so streamlined now that mm. that that's like over. Mm. The only thing you like go for. Well, I mean, you don't even have to go to stores for like hardware shit either because you can just get it through Amazon. Oh, yeah. And just get it sent to you. Yeah. That too. Jeff Bezos stepping down. Oh, I yeah. I remembered about that. That um, seems shady too. I mean, I don't know why. He I don't know. That. I don't. Is know. he stepping I, down to another position, or is he just like retiring? He's no. He's 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 becoming the head chairman of the board of directors. Uh, okay. So like he's like he's not there every single day, but like he still has a very large amount of power. He's the like yeah. that. That's the boss of the boss, like, of the CEO. Right, okay. He's a slimy snake, I think. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't I don't really like him that much. They were trying to say that like uh SpaceX was being anti competitive, but to have a competition like you have to have a product. So I didn't really like that. So uh Yeah, that's weird. With with uh with uh Blue Origin, how they well, I guess Jeff Bezos has a company that I think there's a little bit of shadiness to it, but I think that it's also fine because Jeff Bezos is in competition with Elon Musk, who's in SpaceX, and SpaceX is doing a lot more than Blue Origin is. So I think yeah. he wants to focus time from uh, from Amazon on Blue Origin. I think that's like what he wants to do. But it could uh, be something where something super illegal just happened and he's trying to back <laughs> yeah. up from it in the next six months. That's true. Blue people, Origin people is like gonna, a space company. Uh, they're going to have their own conspiracies. What are you saying? Blue Origin is like Jeff Bezos's space company, basically. Yeah, so, yeah, literally. But, he, and, but Blue Origin's been around since like 2000-something. But it hasn't really done that much. And SpaceX yeah. is launching rockets every like two weeks, and there and I in there is supposed to be a theorized rivalry between Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Yeah, I can see. But that. I think like he wants to put a lot of his time into another thing. I don't think he's retiring from business though. I think he's going to be just focusing on something else. 
He has too much money to retire from business. No, I think I think that there is a high likeliness that either in our lifetimes, either Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos are trillionaires. Trillionaires. <clears throat> yeah, I think there's a high likeliness. Just the fact that they made so much money this past year. And yeah. like, like Elon Musk made so much money this past year, but if if Tesla, SpaceX, Boring Company all just stay on Neuralink, stay on the trajectories they're on, like Starlink, he I think there's a high likeliness. Of yeah. Both. Yeah. So. Are there any trillionaires right now? No, right? No, no. Fear, well, fear, like some people have conspiracy theories that Vladimir Putin is a trillionaire because uh. Buddy just hides all his money in Russia and like no one really knows. But there's never been a trillionaire like in modern history. Hmm. That was like one of our, well, one of your like uh, topics early on, I think it was like the... Like, people are going to be trillionaires soon. Oh, yeah. I think that we're about to see a, another wealth boom where, like, trillionaires is the one that's, like... Like, billionaire is supposed to be something that's, like, oh, like, really... It's obviously extremely, extremely rare. But yeah. I think, like, trillionaire is the next step. Mm-hmm. Damn. I yeah, wish I could have a million... Just one million? Worth awesome. just a million? It's crazy when they put up like their net worths and then I look at like I'm like, so all of the problems in my life are constrained by like these like six digits or like these five digits. <laughs> like yeah. and you're talking about like what? Like what like sixteen digits? Ugh. Way too many digits. Yeah, I find that really crazy. What else has been going on with you? Anything? Real estate? Uh, Man, it's been such chilling. a long time. I know. Um, what has been going on with me? I've just been like playing video games. Been getting really mad at Valorant. Uh, oh yeah, Valorant's been moving for you. Not really. I've actually been playing like less now because I don't know. But um, I also what's play. What's gonna be your mainstay? Probably RuneScape now. I'm starting to like enjoy RuneScape again. So mm. I also I started playing this game called Dead by Daylight, and uh, that sounds familiar. Or no, wait, no, that's a different game. But I am playing that too. Oh, at mm. Dead of Night is what I'm playing, and uh. It's weird. It almost plays like a, like a movie. Um, That's a like great game. Then that's mad like, entertaining. You're like um, stuck in this hotel with this like murderer, and mm -hmm. um, you. I don't think you're even trying to escape. You're just like you can talk to ghosts. In the thing, and uh, you're trying to like put together pieces of the past, like people that he's killed. And, um, I don't know, it's interesting, but I'm, like, sick of it now. I just played it because if you go to, there's, like, Twitch Tracker, and it tells you, like, which games are, like, best to stream at the present moment. 
Yeah. Have you heard the of the ones that? that are being streamed the most? Cool. Yeah. Um, well, not even that. It's more like what games will have the most like involvement or like because like obviously there's like a billion people watching Fortnite or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like they actually like go through stats and shit and like see which ones like have enough viewers to like have new viewers in your chat but mm. i don't know it's so have you been working have you been using that information like have you been playing those games oh uh, yeah i mean i i look at it and i'm like i look at the top games and if they're like games that i wouldn't play like right now Number four is just chess, like online chess. Yeah, one of the big streamers I've watched has been playing chess. And uh, I don't know. I don't want to play chess. I'm not good at chess. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also games that like, oh, like like number six is slots. Like I don't want to play slots online. Fuck that. Yeah. Or, there's also games that are like strategy Where's games. Call of Duty on there? For games to play. Yeah. So like there's like games a section for like viewership. Oh, okay. Um probably take a while to get to it. <laughs> I'm on page like five right now and I haven't seen any Call of Duties. Huh. Uh, so oh, shit, I didn't have, know that too. streamers could make ah, it's really crazy how much they make. Like some of them, I think the most elite streamers make so much, way more money than the public knows. Yeah, you were like, talking about someone else yesterday, weren't you? Yeah, this dude, Nick Merckx. So, he made, he, did you already guess how much he made, right? We already talked about that. I did, yeah. I yeah, so, so 15 grand. And... and everybody, take your time right now. I'm going to give you a few seconds to try and think. You can pause here and then... Play back in <laughs> five seconds, but how much do you think that a a streamer who plays Call of Duty makes a month? Okay. <laughs> they make he made a hundred thousand to a hundred fifty thousand a month. And I know a lot of people's jaws definitely dropped who heard that because it's like, what? That's two million a year? And then last year, for only nine months, Ninja made like twenty nine million. Like, yeah, that's stupid. They make a lot of money, <sighs> a lot of money. And that's from like multiple sources, though. Um, I'm oh yeah, curious to see. But that's like, like being that's like being like a professional athlete, and then including like their endorsement deals and right, like all that stuff. I'd be curious to see like how it's broken up, like how much he gets from Twitch or like how much he gets from sponsorships. Yeah. Uh, but that's definitely a lot of money. Whole lot of money. Yeah, it is. He um yeah he he's just like all right like I'm going to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> like Super Bowl is a lot of money. Yeah. Ton of money. I wonder are they. Are people going to football games right now? Some some teams in some places are able to have like fans, Weird. but not like they're not filling the entire arena. But 
Yeah. They definitely have fans there. <sighs> but yeah, just been streaming and whatever. Streaming, uh, doing school. I wrote my first essay. That was weird. That was weird. I haven't written an essay in a year or so, maybe longer. Did you? Uh, did your brain feel good? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like tired. <laughs> mm. It's definitely like it's weird to get back into the groove of school because like you always have like in the back of your head like oh this is due then and this is due then and yeah I always have to be yeah you're always doing something pretty much yeah there's always something you could be doing right so I'm like getting trying to get into a balance of that um still meditating i'm still on a i'm on a 40 day streak right now 40 yep what your lip yeah 40 I'm, days that's like yo you should be noticing like decent like cognitive differences from when you first started yeah i know i think i am i don't know i feel like more like, uh I feel like my energy is better and like I'm more aware of stuff, I guess. Mm. But I don't know. I just want to meet Buddha. Yeah, what day would that have to be? Like a thousand? Actually, maybe to be Buddha, you got to put in some hours. Like 10, <laughs> like, like ten years of meditating years. every day. I think, I think it would have to be even longer than that. To meet Buddha, you got to put in like 60 years of straight meditation. Yeah. Some days where you just meditate for 24 hours straight. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, other than that, I've just been... Oh, I've been watching uh, some animes. Like, so many animes. Animes are getting more and more popular. Yeah. Yeah, because Demon Slayer's on Netflix. Now it's going to be mainstream yeah. and... Everybody's yeah. hopping on board. It's cool yeah, to see. Yeah. It's definitely good. It's weird because even just like 10 years ago, anime was such a like niche thing. But now you got anime coming out in movie theaters consistently. And like Netflix making like original animes or like mm -hmm. producing them. Mm -hmm. There's, a, there's them. a real market. There's really nothing different between anime and comics like or or manga and comics like it's really just eastern and western versions right so it's like there's no reason why it shouldn't be able for people to pick it up and enjoy there's, it there's no other reason why there's no other reason why uh what's the what's the app again that you use for um your manga shonen jump shonen jump okay I gotta download that. Um, yeah. But other than that, nothing's really been going on with me. Just trying to stay busy and get my shit done. Yeah, and I'm ready to get back to uh, to getting on and putting out pods. Hell weekly yeah! Again, so uh, this coming Saturday, we're gonna be doing the gravitational waves in space episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so stay tuned for that if that piques your interest. Do you know peaks? Yeah. When people say peaks your interest, 
Do you guess how that's spelled? Is it it's spelled weird? Yeah. P i e k s. No, it's uh P i q u e. I think. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just like like P E A K like regular peak. Yeah. But now it's like Pico de Gallo peaks almost. Yeah. Um but yeah, we'll be doing that Saturday and then the next the following Saturday we'll be doing the self care episode. But we're gonna be keeping Wednesdays to just like sort of check in and Yeah, and maybe things that like may have happened over the weekend or things mm-hmm. we can do real quick. But um yeah, so feels good to be back. Happy to be back. Yeah, I'm happy to be back. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um but thanks for listening guys. We'll catch you on Saturday. Yep, hope to see you guys soon. Peace out. Peace.